And we're here live, coming at you from the Golden Arches in beautiful downtown Logan, the city that never sleeps, the McSalem's podcast. We've got Kendall, the tall one. Yep. we got Caleb, the... <laughs> yeah, I'm that one. The funny He's one. <laughs> He's that one. And I'm Salem, McSalem's himself. The man behind the name. This week, on... On tonight's episode, join us as we chow down on three orders of large fries and discuss the mysteries of life. Three large fries for three dollars. Unbeatable prices. I always tell everybody, McDonald's just makes it too easy to save money. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. By coming here and spending my three dollars tonight. I saved four dollars. So you basically earned four dollars. Basically, I just I spent three, but I saved four, so I basically earned one dollar tonight at McDonald's. Yeah, I love this. Not to mention my entry into the giveaway for the McGold card. Dude, imagine if you won that. McDonald's so, for life. For those that don't know, every time you have a mobile order, right? You get entered into a contest to win a McDonald's gold card, which gives you free McDonald's for a year. No, for life. For life, I mean. I meant for life. Free McDonald's for life. But then isn't it like... This, this giveaway marks the first time McDonald's has given away to a commoner. Um, some notable holders of the McGold card include Warren Buffett, the Oracle of Omaha, and Rob Lowe, the last person you ever expect to eat at McDonald's. Huh, interesting. What I want to know, though, is how often those people actually use their gold pass. I don't even think they appreciate what they have. Yeah. But, but who knows, the maybe moral, they do. Moral dilemma of winning that. Well, here, here's like a... If you have a free <laughs> McDonald's for life, do you have an obligation to share that with those in need? I feel like if you're not using it, like, you're wasting it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds kind of dumb, but like, you're wasting, I don't know, food. So there's a free McDonald's for life every single day, three meals it's, a day. It's um, two meals a week for 50 years. So, not for life, but close. But to put that into perspective. You could probably die if that's the only thing you ate. Put that into perspective. It'd probably kill you after 50 years. Everyone's favorite sandwich, the Big Mac, just barely turned 50. Okay. So, that's how much McDonald's you'd get. Me and my parents haven't even been married for 50 years, so... 50 years is a long time. That's uh, 5,000 meals. If my math is correct, 50 times 100. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty close. Roughly it would be around that, because there's 52 Five. weeks depending on the year. Alright. Something like that. I get enough zeros in there. It's 5 times 100 would be 500. Yeah. 5,000 meals. You could feed 5,000 people once. Or you could feed one person 5,000 times. Trust me, I'm a stats major. <laughs> yeah? Is that 100% true? Yes. 100%. Well, impressive. Um, did we already talk about today's theme? Oh, we have no, not. we haven't. Oh, Caleb, we, I thought that maybe... Uh, oh, that was probably an accident of me for, for not... I thought. I think it was the accident. We didn't talk about what we were gonna talk. About. I thought that since Caleb is one of what we were talking about, we let him introduce our theme. <laughs> <laughs> so for um, uh, this week, we're talking about accidents. <laughs> Not just any accident. Well, but the accidents that everyone loves, you know. Not the. Not the crash of the cars on the, on the main street, but the, the crash of culinary arts in the back hall of the, of the house. In the, in the, the back hall. Most people call it the kitchen. Not the back hall, but... <laughs> but the kitchen is home to a lot of 
beautiful accidents that our world has has come to love and embrace and if we don't take a minute and, and think about that we're not going to realize that a lot of life comes out of the beautiful spontaneity and we need to just embrace our accidents yeah now as we are here sharing in the joy of McDonald's french fries together and you know as I talk to the fans a lot of people say that the fries are their favorite thing in McDonald's um Mine personally. That's all I ordered tonight. Yeah, $1 large fries. Thanks to the app. Big shout out there. But little, very few people know that the French fry gave birth to the potato chip. Interesting. How so? Well, Kendall, do you want me to tell this one? <laughs> yeah. Kendall's eating really fast. Sorry, so I gotta catch up. <laughs> no. I'm hungry, Not so... ketchup. <laughs> ketchup. <laughs> so, anyway, the story goes like this. There was a cook, um... George? I don't remember his name. Oh, I look, but my phone is recording, so... His nickname is George Crumb. George Crumb, yeah, there it is. It's Crumb. Anyway, so, he was a famous cook, and... At the restaurant he worked at, they would do um, the famous French fry, um, which is what we know today as, as French fries. Um, and there was somebody that came to this restaurant was kind of complaining. He got some French fries, um, but he said that they were too soggy and they didn't taste very good. So he sent them back. He said he wanted thinner French fries, less soggy. So um, George Crumb made another batch of french fries and he made them thinner and sent them out but the the customers still did not appreciate what he was doing so he sent them back again and asked for even thinner fries so George Crumb in his frustration sliced up the potatoes paper thin and salted the crap out of them to make them like unedible, inedible, inedible? inedible, yeah um, Good but little did he know that the customer actually fell in love with them and then other people started ordering them and this led to him making his own restaurant because everyone loved what came to be known as the potato chips so pretty wild fast forward 150 years in the town of Saratoga Springs in upstate New York pause we haven't even lived oh wait never mind continue now hosts the potato chip festival every oh, really? summer so yes. what do they do with the potato the potato the potato chip festival. Well, they have a lot of potato chips. Uh, there's contests to see who has the best potato chips. Uh, I'm sure there are like authentic, original kettle cooked potato chips. Uh, I, I'm sure that there's a collaboration of ideas. And recently, in the past few years, we've seen a big uh, kind of influx of just obscure potato chip flavors. Lays. So, if, That's you go, true. if you go to China, holy fetch. There are so many weird flavors. There was like um, squid. I remember squid flavor. It was nasty. Don't understand it. Um, there were also. You know, I don't remember. Squid was like the, the main one that was I've just heard like there's, what the crap. There's one that's to die for. But I don't remember what it was. I feel like someone told me about it. Well, really good Chinese potato chip. I believe it was me, but it actually wasn't a potato chip. It was a tortilla chip, Doritos. It was smoking barbecue. Uh, it was in this brown bag, but it was with Doritos. And and I like saw it, and I was like, no way, that's a different Dorito. I want to try it. It was amazing. It was like hickory smoking barbecue that you would get on a nice rack of baby ribs. And just, it tasted like it. It's not like your Lay's potato chips that have barbecue sauce on them. Or not, they're barbecue chips that taste like fabricated barbecue-ness. But no, these ones Still were good. like really good. And also, cheese and barbecue go really well together. I don't know if Cheese and barbecue? Yeah. I never would have thought. Yeah, you never would have thought, but Dorito chips, because they were like, they had the cheesiness to them, just a little hint, but it had the barbecue. It was really good. But also, this one time when I was in Colombia and I was starving, 
all I had in my fridge were cheese sticks and barbecue sauce. I slapped them together, took a bite, delicious. They're exactly what you would think they would taste like, barbecue and cheese. They don't like blend but, and, and fuse a new flavor, but you can taste them both separately and it's delicious. I'll have to write that one down. Save it, save it for a rainy day. You nice. see, like that was an accident. I had just the fate of the world brought me together uh -oh. with only. Um, I think one of cheese. my fans is here. I can't cheese see it. and oh, it's barbecue sauce. Two. So we, we we didn't tell anybody, but we, we we have two special guests coming on our show today. We have Connor and Cheyenne, right? Shaley. Shaley. I, that was extremely embarrassing. Welcome to well, the McSalem's podcast. Is this a podcast? Yes, this is so stoked. This is a genuine, bona fide, legitimate podcast. What are you guys talking podcast. about? Today? Accidents. Accidents. Like, like it's an accident to see you guys here. Not okay. an accident. That's fate. Like car accidents? <laughs> like culinary accidents, like a potato chip. Oh. And the popsicle. Her brother had an accident today. Oh. My brother choked today. Okay. That's a food accident. Tell us. Those are the unfortunate ones that yeah. society doesn't like to see. Or like when that guy got his finger chopped off and it was in the Wendy's chili. Ugh. Right? Ugh. Mm. I haven't heard of that. What, you know, what happened? I've got, what some, happened? I got some other serious dirt on <laughs> Wendy's. What? Oh, don't even start on Wendy's. There's a reason why I love McDonald's so much. Yeah? Yeah. Is there ice cream working? That's why we're here. Yeah. yeah. No, we've seen several people get ice cream. Hey, ice cream cones are a happy accident for the world. Because, so back in 1904, the St. Louis World Fair, this guy, don't remember his name, was serving ice cream. He ran out of his dishes. And the guy right next to him, who don't remember his name, it starts with an H, he was serving pastries. And he was like, oh, I can wrap this one up and then you can put the ice cream in it. And he did it. People loved it. Next thing you know, waffle cones around the world serving ice cream. People love it. Yeah, it is. I read it off the internet. I'm going to fact check you on that. Okay, look at this. Look. Is it right there? Ice cream cones. Da 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 da. Ernest Hamwe. 1904. At the 1904. Oh, it is legit. Yeah. What's the website? Um, it's firstlyfeast.com. Yeah. It, it is very legitimate. They use cookies. This okay. Is, yeah. Okay. So obviously it's legitimate, but yeah. So those type of accidents truly have blessed our lives. No. You have to appreciate that. Thanks for having me on your podcast. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. Stay tuned for more stuff. Dude, our first guest. That was incredible. How'd it go for you, Big wow. My heart is pounding. Wow. Talk about a happy accident right there. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't even planned. It's just, like, there is just nothing better than... Coming to McDonald's, you never know what you're going to find, you never who, who you're going to see, and you just stumble upon your friends. It's just a, it breeds friendship and camaraderie, and that's why I love it. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. You're beautiful. <laughs> anyway, um... I was just going to say, remember that time where I said that I was going to eat all those fries by myself? You did not. I didn't, but I probably ate most of them. Yeah, so, you're not wrong. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, let's get this thing out of here. So, potato chips and happy accident. Yes. Okay, I was going to ask, what do you guys think are the qualities of a great potato chip? Because you were saying that they have competitions mm. for the best potato chip. Mm. What, in your guys' opinion, is You know, I think, first of all, you have to separate kettle chips like yeah, kettle chips and um, like lay chips. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what classification yeah. those have, but I think lay chips, chips are the. They usually seem more natural. They're a lot harder. They're a lot harder. They're crunchier. They cut up your mouth worse than Captain Crunch cereal. Let me like. Ooh. Like I don't know Crunch about cereal. that. I think it's the way that you chew the chip. <laughs> I don't know. I was. I just have a hard time eating them. But so I. I feel like a good potato chip is one that's not too hard. But very greasy and salty. Interesting opinion. But what are your what 
what sauces or flavors do you consider good? So original is good. I like yeah. that. Like original uh, salty. Is it original like a chip that you can just open up the bag, eat the whole thing? No. Mm-hmm. Barbecue. Barbecue, yeah. Barbecue, Those ones are addicting. And then sour cream and cheddar. Pretty sure sour barbecue has nicotine in it. Um, but oh, sour cream and cheddar. Cheddar's, I love cheddar and sour cream. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember in the fourth grade, I had this huge crush on a girl named Darby Stanley. And mm-hmm. every day she would come to lunch with a bag of salt and vinegar chips. I didn't like the salt and vinegar. You know, I didn't like them back then, but I thought she was hot. So. Um, <laughs> She would always offer to share, and like I, I wasn't gonna say no, and so I said yes, and and I scarfed them down for the beauty of her, and it was good. After a while, I grew on them. It's probably just because like every time I ate them, I conditioned myself of like the euphoria of thinking of her. So. There you go. To this day, can you eat a salt and vinegar chip without thinking of her? Yes, yes, I can. <laughs> Interesting. It's interesting how that happens. Um, it would have been a lot more interesting if you said no. No. Yeah. It would have been funny. But unfortunately, it's not. But also, like, I love sour cream and onion. I love those ones. But ruffles? Oh, okay. I love the ridges. Like, the deep ridges that they have. Oh, those ridges. ones are so good. So good stuff. But, honestly, to the to date, one of the I don't know if it's just because it's a new chip that I haven't tried in a while, but all dressed Canadian ruffles. Have you had them? Never even heard of them. Have you heard of all dressed Canadian ruffles? No. What are they dressed in? So <laughs> that's the funny thing. It, I, I'll pull it up because I don't remember on the top of my head, but um, it's um, so it's a Canadian flavor. Let me see what it says. Okay, um, come on. I just, I need to see what's, in, what, nutrition facts? No. What's on the picture of the bag? Um, ingredients. Ingredients. Okay, so, here we go. Um, all dressed chips by Ruffles are exactly what they sound like. Potato chips flavored with all the dressings. Ketchup, salt. Vinegar, Ew. barbecue, sour cream, onion, and other mysterious seasonings. Beloved by Canadians. Many are befuddled that this great flavor is not in the United States. It is now in the United States, actually. You can find it in most uh, convenience stores and, um, and even in Walmart. And, and so I had a friend that told me to try it. And I was like, well, that sounds weird. But it's delicious. Like, Really? It's amazing. Because it, it has that like hint of barbecue, but it... It's got these other flavors of like the vinegar and onion and whatnot that just bring you back for more, but it's not too overwhelming that it leaves your mouth with a disgusting aftertaste or breath. It's it's delicious. You'll have to try it. Hmm. Weird. I never would have thought. Well, you know what that means. Time for... Uh, Break. An intermission. Uh, time for a break, break from our for sponsors. our sponsors. Yeah. yeah. So today we'd like to uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Skagen uh, watches yeah. from Denmark. Beautiful. Super sleek, super thin, super 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 super. That's like you know typically when you um, recently I've been buying watches because it's back to school season and you got to look. Fleek and on fleek for the ladies, and so watches are great, especially to buy online. If I a great spot, but it's a great just, accessory. Just this one, like you can I don't know if the listeners can't really tell, but this one hugs Kendall's wrist just so graciously. You barely can't even tell where it goes from skin to watch the skin. It's it's just it's there. Beautiful. Oh, oh yeah, and, it's, and not to mention it's quiet. Yeah. It's, it's true. You can't hear it tick. Yeah. So that means you can sleep at night with no ticking. Or naps. Naps yes. are typically that, when you're wearing a watch. And that's good because ticks carry Lyme disease. <laughs> Shout out what, to dude, our other sponsor. Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> Lyme disease. Claiming lives since 1750. 
interesting story about Lyme disease, but before I get into my story, we are not sponsored by either of those sponsors. <laughs> but we could be sponsored by you. Shout us out on Instagram, at Nick Salem's. Um, so, when I was four years old, I was a blonde-headed, bowl-cut kid. Long hair, which is different because I have light brown hair now. Um, and and, and so my, my mom dipped out on our family for a week to go to a camp out with a bunch of other girls. Sounds weird. But anyway, my dad was in charge of me for the week. He took me to my grandma's ranch. While I was on the ranch for a bit, a tick jumped on my head and started to dive in, do its thing. And my dad, uh, like any other dad, wouldn't notice, didn't notice. I guess when he was cleaning my head, like giving me a bath or whatever, he didn't feel it. So then my mom comes back after like five days. And then she's like feeling my head just as like any mom would do. And then all of a sudden she feels like this pebble. And she's like, what the crap is this? And she goes over it. And it is this pebble-sized tick. That How big is, a pebble? Yeah, what size pebble are we talking? Okay, well... Who's we, your pebble guy? We talk about a pebble that's big enough to float, like a Monty Python and Holy Grail. Um, it, let's say it's about... It's about Penny size? Smaller. Okay, that's probably smaller than that. It's a, about a centimeter is it, across. Is it about the size of a tick? No, ticks are really small. Ticks <laughs> oh, are probably like... a tick like, that's been eating on your head for a while. Yeah, it, it's been you. sucked up so much blood mm. that honestly it's like a piece of gravel that's on my head. And and it's just like... It is so contrasting to my hair that how the crap did my dad not notice it? My mom was furious with him, but also scared... For me, because of Lyme disease, and they tried to do all these tricks to get them out. I don't remember all the homemade remedies to get ticks out, but this was before the days of Pinterest. And yeah. Google, mm-hmm. And so then they took me to a neighborhood doctor, and he burned it. He burned the tick, and I was that's say, what I hear. About. That's I hear that's the best way to do. You, you like burn the edge of the tick and like its butt. Something and then like it that. just like comes out. But, but he he was in there for several days and he was huge. It's just it's crazy that but I'm alive. Did you not? You didn't get Lyme disease. No, I did not. Okay, that's good. I am Lyme disease. Thanks, thanks to our sponsors, yeah. especially uh, skiing, 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 skiing. 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 Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> well, that that was a good accident, I guess. Yeah, it taught me that, a lot. You probably didn't mean to have a tick burrow into your head for several days. No, not at all. You know, some accidents, like the one that Kendall shared with us, are man-made. Others are made by nature. Now, many of you may not know, I lived in Arizona for two years, and the best part of Arizona is the citrus. The haboobs? Not the haboobs. Those are good. I love haboobs. Nothing better than a big old haboob. But, okay, the citrus. Do you know what a haboob is? I have no idea what a haboob is. <laughs> let, let, it, let us pull up Google Sorry. and define a haboob for you. Because I, I recently learned the word haboob, and I think it is an imperative word to know for the progress of life. Yes. Here Arizona we go. Ha- Arizona has b- big haboobs. Yeah, it does. So, haboob is a type of of intense dust storm carried on an atmosphere gravity current, also known as a weather front. Haboobs occur regularly in dry land area so it's just, regions it's a throughout dust the world. Storm. It's, a dust it's a dust storm. storm. Okay. It, haboob comes from an Arabic word. Okay. Yes. Anyways, back to what I was saying. The, uh, the citrus trees in Arizona are amazing, but by far the greatest orange anyone will ever eat and the most common is the navel orange we all know the navel oranges have umbilical cords they in a way yes if you think about the stem connecting to the tree that blew my mind it could be the umbilical cord but ironically enough the navel after which it is named is actually on the opposite side of the orange it's not connected to the stem weird so so what makes a navel orange? A navel orange it has a very thick skin, which makes it easy to peel, and it's also very big and not as juicy, and it's a has a little more bitterness to it than typical juice oranges like a Valencia or like the Arizona Sweet. So it makes it great for eating, but what what makes it 
What many people don't know is that the naval orange originated in around 1810. It was a mutation of an orange tree in Brazil. And the mutation is that on the opposite side of the stem, a second fruit grows inside of the first fruit. So the navel at the bottom of the orange is actually the beginning of a second orange growing in the peel of the first orange. And so if you get a really mature navel orange, when it's grown enough, you can even begin to see a second peel around that inside orange. Inside the wow. first one. I never... That totally makes sense. I've definitely had, like, navel oranges that have had, like, that... That second orange up top. And I just figured it was, like, some random... Mutation. Yeah. That's what makes it like, the navel orange. And part of the mutation, and mutations in general are sterile. One of the things that was so great about it is that it didn't have seeds. So you didn't have to spit seeds out while you were eating it. But it means that it can't reproduce. Right. And so that original mutated tree was cut into 12 uh, tribes. Tribes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> 12 and donors. And 10 of them were lost. And it was spread. <laughs> and they were planted in California, and it, the navel orange has grown since then. But every single navel orange is a clone of that original. Originated from, from the original. 200 years ago. Adam, Dude, it's all made Boba up of the same Fett. genetic material. No, not Boba Fett, excuse me. Jenga Fett fruit. The Jenga Fett fruit. Yeah. It's incredible. Wow. So, talk also, about a happy accident. Yeah. Did you guys hear that they're coming out with a Boba Fett movie? Yeah. Just I like they had Han Solo? But I did hear that they also fired the director from the Han Solo movie. They're, they've got a whole new actor director. Yeah. Yeah, because there were rumors that before the movie even started, he said that the Han Solo movie wasn't even going to be good. And he was the director who said that. It's kind of like when you go to school and you botch the group assignment and you're just like, this is going to be a piece of crap. It's a cup of dirt in it, you know? It's, <laughs> it's not a cup a, of dirt. It's not a, it's not a volcano. I see that. It's like a skinny chef. <laughs> Shouldn't be trusted. That's funny. It's true. What if he has a tapeworm? Mm, I still wouldn't trust oh, him. Maybe the tapeworm really likes his food. So if it's a fat tapeworm, you gotta trust him. Okay. So yeah. maybe we can see a skinny chef we should ask him if he has a tapeworm. Because <laughs> we need to remember that you need to maybe, not judge first. You know? Maybe the fat chef has a tapeworm, but that tapeworm doesn't like the fat chef's food. And that guy you can't trust. Mm. Because anyway. tapeworm... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> huh. um, boobs. Okay. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Have you guys ever made an accident in the culinary art kitchen? Factory? I was just... I was kind of thinking that, but... I'm not sure. Um... I mean, I've dropped. I've made bad accidents. Yeah, they're not good. Trying accidents. to trying to throw pizzas up in the air and hit it onto the ceiling or onto the floor. Oh, one time, we at uh, the restaurant where I work sells a thirty-six inch pizza, huge, and so I was trying to throw it to get it ready, stretch it out by throwing it in the air, and one of my coworkers thought it was really cool. And so I had finished, but she said, no, do it one more time. I wanted to get a video. But it was already stretched so thin, and the dough was so heavy. I was really nervous about it. And so I was like, fine, I'll do it, whatever. So I get it ready, have it on my arms, and I go to throw it up, and my both of my hands just go straight through the dough. <laughs> and it tears a hole like all across the entire thing. <laughs> Did you end up saving that dough? It was beyond repair. So I just had to throw away like six pounds of pizza dough. <laughs> it probably exploded to like a million times the size in the dumpster. But Oh, I've heard of accidents of uh, dumpsters carrying like dough with active yeast in it in the summertime. 
and it gets so hot, the dough, the yeast expands so much that it like fills up the entire truck and it's like starts to overflow and like wow. spill garbage into the road. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> we should test so, that out. So be careful with what you're throwing away. But yeah. That's funny. That's probably one of my biggest accidents working in the food service industry. I think my biggest accident was I cut my finger pretty bad when I was cutting tomatoes. Because we were in a rush, we needed some tomatoes, and so I was like trying to like cut the piece really fast. And I remember I just took out a huge chunk, like I made like part of my the tip of my finger like flat from the finger that I took off. It was bad. So and is, that, I didn't, is that gone? Or no, it, it kind of, there's like a scar, but it's kind of it's pretty much back. I don't remember which finger it's on. <laughs> I think it was this one. Anyway. But I didn't want anybody to know because at this pizza place, like everybody was just always watching, like looking over my shoulder, and I feel like they were all just, I was just waiting for me to mess up. So I just like cleaned it up really fast. But that was probably the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Nothing interesting. But, the restaurant closed. Yeah, and then it closed because of some weird disease that everyone started getting. I don't know what it was. Transmitted by blood, right? Yeah, AIDS? something like that. Huh. Weird. It was weird, but. Interesting. Yeah, not my problem. Oh. I saw a car driving very fast through this parking lot. Definitely wanted to get to the drive-thru quick. We don't want those kind of accidents. Yeah, I almost got hit by like two different people in the Walmart parking lot today. I went to get some some deodorant and some mouthwash. So I was out of both of them. And I was leaving and... This car was just going so fast, and it went straight. It was coming through like by the street by Taco Bell. Yeah. And I ate Taco Bell today. Oh, nice. <laughs> cool. I, anyway, I um, I, I drove cool. by that street. Yeah, I saw it. I saw Taco Bell today. Anyway, this guy just comes ripping up that street so fast, and I was gonna turn. And he just there's that intersection there, and he just didn't even slow down. Just went straight through it. So I kind of give him a glare, and anyway, so I get going again, and then this other, like, minivan, I don't even remember what kind of car it was, just was cutting, like, diagonally across the parking lot, like, across all the parking spots, and just flying. I hate when people do that. Yeah. Ugh. The scariest for me is, is during winter. Like, I'm fine with, like, speeding typically during the summer, but I'm a really cautious driver when it comes to the winter. And that's one thing that ticks me off more than anything, is when... Because, like, I think it's fine to have a little fun during the summer, you know? It's good, because it's more safe. But during the winter, when you're going, like, 80 on a snowy freeway, and everyone else is going around 45, like, it's just ridiculous. Because you, you don't know if you're going to make other drivers nervous and start to swerve, or you yourself are going to swerve at any point. And it's not like the summer where everyone has easy braking abilities and more control of the car. Um, and it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. True that. I feel that. Number one pet peeve. Yeah. Hmm. Never thought I'd hear that coming from you, Caleb. Uh, During the summers, I speed faster. like crazy. <laughs> like, um, I hope the NYPD is not listening to this, but I... <laughs> Well, I mean, we're out of their jurisdiction. But. <laughs> you know, actually, I learned something about that. Jurisdiction, all they have to do is get permission, and they can, they can do anything do anywhere. Hmm. Because it's they. Actually, I'm going to continue. There, there's some you know weird things to say. Well, yeah, sometimes when, let's just go back. Um, Salem and I, and actually our guest earlier on the show, Connor Ross, um, shout out to him. He's sitting behind me here at the booth on a date with a cute girl. Her name's Shaylee? Yes. Yes, okay. Um, so they, uh, I think they're on a date. Anyway, um, we went to Boulder, Wyoming, middle of nowhere in, in Wyoming. If you don't know where Wyoming is, because we have followers in the international community, it's in um, the western part. 
<laughs> western part of the United States of America. And it's got population of no one. And so there's like, it's just nothing. There's nothing up there. And so I like to drive fast. I was in my dad's truck. It drives like a car. It's so smooth. It's a Shelby Silverado. I think it's like a 2014. And there's nothing to compare how fast I was going to. And so I'd easily get up to going to like 95. But no biggie. Then I would get up to like 105. It was just... We got there a lot faster than expected, and it was nice. And going home, the same way. We didn't see a cop anywhere, which was... Well, actually, we we did, I think, at one point. Cops in in Idaho and Wyoming, they're black, not white. Keep that in mind. Highway patrolmen, black, not white. Not their skin color, but the... I was going to say... I don't think that's unfair. But the the paint color of the... Of the thing. What's his name? Car. That's what it's called. It's like a... No, it's like a... No, it's not. Like, oh. It's, not, uh, it's like a funny name. It would be like it someone's naming a cartoon or something. Sorry, like someone Ed, else just like Ed? No, no, not Ed. Or Double not D? Not Ed with one D, not Ed with two Ds, and not Eddie either. Uh, I loved that show. <laughs> Love that show. Plank was hilarious. My mom wouldn't let me watch it. She's just stupid. <laughs> Look where you are now, dude. You have a podcast about McDonald's. Yeah, well. Dude, look at that. We watched it, he did it, but look where we are today. We're all here. Can't even see me. Oh, what's his name? Maybe I'll just go ask him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, driving fast. There was this one time, talking about driving fast, so I had a job working for, like, my dad's, the company my dad worked at. And I was supposed to, like, drive out and collect water samples and stuff like that. Super interesting stuff. Not really. But, anyway, part of the job was to drive for, like, an hour and a half to this Shout little to town. Shout out to water. Shout out to water. This little town in uh, Idaho. And there were times where I just kind of get so used to driving that drive. <laughs> where I would, like, kind of just come to my senses and be like, I have no idea how I got here. <laughs> That's Has that ever so happened scary. to you? It's so sketchy because it's just like, like all of a sudden I'm just there and I'm like, I don't remember the drive. I don't remember what I, like the last hour. <laughs> you know, in those moments I thank the heavens because I'm just sitting there like, how did this happen? Like, I, I don't know how I'm not dead right now. There was legit, I think, a stretch of road about 100 yards where I'm pretty sure I was asleep. Like, Oh, I've had that happen. Like, I've seriously like opened up my eyes and been like, <laughs> I'm at the end of this road. Like how the you like pictures, kid. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, that's that's that, the scariest that thing. Oh. Wow. Like, luckily, like there wasn't anybody on the road or anything like that. So, I guess if I were to have gotten into an accident with myself, but still, it was wild. And then there was this one time. This has only really happened. Like, I've only really fallen asleep at the wheel like twice, and this is the second time. I was driving to work. And the weird thing was, it was like a five-minute drive. It was not even that far. And like I was at the stoplight behind a bunch of cars, and I just I stopped my car. And the next thing I know, the person behind me is like honking at me. And I open my eyes, and the car in front of me is like like a block down the road. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> like it was seriously like so fast. Like I don't even remember. I just leaned, like laid my head back on the on the like the chair my ugh, headrest. Yeah, and next thing I know, the person's honking. I mean, I was like, "What the freak?" It was wild. It was like so fast. But anyway, those are like the only two times I've fallen asleep at the wheel. I'm glad we still have you with us. Yeah, glad to be alive. I'm a survivor. You are. I shouldn't be alive. They say they say texting is a real killer, but I think driving driving drowsy. Driving while asleep. I've never really heard any, you know, promos about, well, not promos, uh... Promos? <laughs> Advertisement? <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna, um... Yeah, dude, I'm, we're glad you're here. Glad to be here, boys. I'm a survivor. Yeah, I always thought I wanted to die in my sleep. Uh, I, feel like I might even do a little driving, too. Probably be the best way to go. I feel like, though, if you got but in an accident after falling asleep, you would wake up for a second. Probably yeah. like epic maybe, impact. Maybe it'd be best if you just died in your sleep while you were like in your bed, supposed to be sleeping and not yeah. driving. Oh my god. I agree. 
I agree. What would what do you guys think would be the worst way to go? Worst way to die. Hypothermia. Really? I hear that one like your body just kind of goes numb. But your brain stays stays uh, stimulated to your circumstances. It's like the opposite of dehydration. This is what I th- okay. This is what I remember hearing about it. It might not be true. Y'all, all the people I know who have died from hypothermia, they've... <laughs> they always told me <laughs> that it really wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, they said it was a great way to go, actually. geniuses. <laughs> Where do you guys get your information from? The internet? I mean, like the like 8,000-year-old Iceman or whatever that they found in like, the Himalayas or wherever the crap that was. Like, he died from freezing and... Look at him, he's famous. Wait, is that that Scrat from Ice Age? (laughs) It's that same type of thing, but he survived. Anyway, what were you saying, though, about hypothermia? Well, it's just, like, dehydration is the opposite. You get delusional. You lose your mental capabilities and understanding you hallucinate, or you, you just, you don't function properly mentally. And so, but... It's just like, think about it, when you've been absolutely freezing, your brain's not shutting down like when you're absolutely dehydrated or super hot. Like, it's just, you're so cold, your body starts to shut down. So you can't really move, you don't want to move, you don't want to get up. Your toes hurt to the point where you can't feel them, and it's like a burning pain. But your brain is constantly aware of that. Where, whereas when you're dehydrated, you're kind of drunk. Okay, I can see that. Worst way to die. Um, Through an accident. I don't know, maybe like being stuck in a cave. Like getting... Like that happened to... In Utah, there was a family. And the dad got... Like there was a rock that fell. And he got stuck in the cave and was alive. But they couldn't get him out. Like his family made it out, but he couldn't... I feel like that would suck. That would suck. For how many hours, do you know? Um, I don't know. But he wasn't able to... It wasn't 127, and he couldn't just cut his arm off. I remember... I read some of that book, that biography. Have you guys read that? No, I haven't. It's wild. I've seen the movie. Like, imagine... I can't even imagine... I don't think I could have done that. I don't think I could have gotten to the point where I could cut my own arm off. Like, I don't think I could, like, do that to myself. Have you guys seen Happy Tree Friends? <laughs> oh, my gosh. How? You... Have you seen the Moose episode? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> when, when he goes... Mixed when the tree reacts. falls on him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've seen that one. I have seen Happy Tree oh. Friends, but I don't think oh. I've seen I was, this was This was, like, stuck. Besides the one where they're on... Are we going to be able to watch that on that? Yeah, we'll be able to watch it. Yeah, I, I have the internet. Let, let me look it up. Happy, wait, YouTube. Dude, this one like, so classic. Uh, what is this? Will it shoot? No. Um, under a tree. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I don't know. No, it's, it's well, just gonna just... be like a reaction. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, really graphic cartoons. Yeah, would not so recommend bad. them to any children. Such even though that's when I watched name. it. I don't know, What a classic. Lumpy. He was. He was my favorite. Kind of going for that Rocky and Bullwinkle yeah. parody. He's good old lumberjack, you know, cutting down the tree. <laughs> I don't know his eyes, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> thing is massive. Oh, that's he the He trips. Worst. No! Okay, why don't people ever just, like, run sideways when something's falling on them, like a tree? He trips, man. He trips. I also think, I also think like, it doesn't quite register, like, which way the tree's falling, but... Yeah, but, and the tree could have fell, like, anywhere. I thought you said he cut his arm off. Okay, so his foot is stuck underneath this tree limb. Oh, he's going to cut the tree limb off but the axe had flew off. That would be so unfortunate, you know. That would be. <laughs> he's got a, Out of all things, a spoon, a paper clip, or a, a, a mint, button. a die? A die. Maybe, oh, I thought it was a button. 
Bites okay. down on the he's stick. Gonna spoon his leg off. And he stabs himself with the spoon <laughs> in the leg. Could you imagine? Dan <laughs> 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 is casting the night sign. He broke through the stick. <laughs> oh, he's down. He's getting down bone. to the bone. Oh, oh that's awful. Oh, it's oh, a rock. He's using a rock now. Oh, That's chiseling. a chisel. <laughs> oh my Save god. Save them, can't. Oh. 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 The spoon is stuck inside the bone of his leg. Yeah. Oh, oh my he gosh. just broke. It just shattered. Oh. He broke, he broke the leg off. <laughs> he just goes like off. He is so happy. Five bucks right is the wrong leg. <laughs> wrong I knew leg. it. I knew it. <laughs> Cut the wrong leg off. Also, did you see that his antlers are? Flip-flop? All right, he's oh, now with paper the paper clip. clip. Oh, and he's, he's biting, biting his, his own, own leg. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awful. Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, wow. see, I don't think I could do that. I could not cut my own limb off. I wouldn't have. Them. I wouldn't have the balls. No balls. No balls. You won't. I won't. <laughs> I couldn't. Oh, man. That was actually so... But do you think in that moment, you would... The survival instinct, where it's the sacrifice, weighing out the logical options of living for the rest of your life, or having... Or dying at this moment, you would, you would go for it. Maybe. But I would have to be pushed pretty far to go for it. Like, do you think you would just give up in that moment? I don't know. Do you think you would even attempt? Well, I think what would happen with me is I would get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'll just keep waiting. I'll keep waiting, and then I get to the point where I'm like, you've waited too, too far. Long and I you waited don't have too, enough energy. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have enough energy to break my arm off. Do you think it would be better to have a leg or an arm stuck in there? Arm. I'd rather ha- I'd rather have one arm than because definitely mobility is mobility is huge. Because I know they've come a long way as far as like I don't know like yeah like that technology. Like if you're going to be a Paralympic athlete, definitely be one with this missing a leg. You're going to win. Because those prosthetics will make you faster. True. Not all, not all amputees I mean, are I the like, same. I feel like not always, but they have the potential to. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, I'd rather have one arm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, as long as, unless, unless it was like your right arm or your left leg, then I'd probably choose my left leg because my right arm is very important. I couldn't do much with my left leg. Yeah. My left leg is like a gimp. It's true. Compared to my right leg, it is... It doesn't do Completely inferior. Like, I love to disco skate. Love it. Absolutely love it. And my biggest limitation and what inhibits me from progressing to be an amazing disco skater is my left foot. I'm determined about it. Because my left foot, honestly... When you try to skate backwards, well, first of all, explaining it, going forwards, because everyone basically goes around the rink in a clockwise, no, counterclockwise format, your right leg is on the outside. And um, so as beginners, you, you, you learn to use your right leg predominantly because your right leg, as it moves outwards, you go, and your left leg can actually just stay your foot, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, your foot can just like stay on the inside in the same route as your right foot goes in and out to push you to go forward. Um, as you progress, you typically want to be able to get to the point where you move both of them interchangeably and they're both strong enough to do it. But I'm not that great yet at that part. But I'm learning how to go backwards when I skate. And the difficult part about that is that it's a flip of that. Your left leg has to become the dominant 
um, foot going around the, the skating rink because everyone goes counterclockwise and so it's out. But it's just so stupid. I tell it to do one thing and it doesn't. So I definitely go for my left leg. Yeah. I thought we started talking about culinary accidents and we got to Happy Tree Friends. You never know. We've come full circle. We've definitely come full circle. Or full line? Full half circle? I think they just call it a tangent. (laughs) You're right. But it's a tangent of maybe a circle. Yeah, maybe a tangent for the inner circle. For the um, viewers, I did not just jump (laughs) out of of, uh, pure scaredness. Goodness, our, our guest for the show is back on. Connor Ross, everyone. I was, I was tickling him. Hey, guys. Um, uh, he uh, tickled me. I'm a ticklish I'm a really, kid. I'm a really ticklish kid. He really? is. So, Are as you kids. Connor? I am sometimes. Somet- sometimes, ooh. I have to be in the mood. <laughs> sometimes oh, it's wow. on odd, day, <laughs> odd days and weekends and, uh, and St. Patrick's odd Day. Dates. No. No, I don't know. Oh Are you ticklish when you're on a date? No, probably not. What? I think I'm ticklish. I don't know when how I'm you can just turn it off. When I can't like, I think when he's turned on, man. <laughs> okay, no, no high five. <laughs> I'm not high five, man. I'll high five. Especially when I'm really tired and I can't like mentally defend myself. Oh, would you like slap happy? <laughs> what is that? You don't know what slap happy means? Shaylee, you know what it means? I don't get where you the You want to come explain it to our viewers and listeners? Okay, Shaylee told me what to say. <laughs> Slap Happy is when... You, it's like between midnight and um, 6 a.m. Anytime during there, that anything becomes funny. Anything. Anything. And so you just laugh and lose that's when I would probably be ticklish. Wait, what are you ticklish? Where are you ticklish? Um, you don't have to answer Okay. Not my armpit. The love handles. Okay, well that's like, weird. Like oh wait, yeah, classic touch Okay. Okay. Interesting. Feet. Feet? Top or bottom? Bottom. Bottom, okay. That's... Are you a bottom foot tickler? Uh, ticklish. Tick. No, not that. it's not that bad for me. Really? Yeah, for me. You are Stop. lucky. Stop. Stop. Uh, no, my sides are so bad because as kids, me and my brother would sit next to each other at the dinner table. And we'd just be eating dinner and stuff like that, and we'd just like mess with each other. We'd like jab each other in the sides. So we're like like about to take a bite of food, and we get jabbed in the side. And so like we flinch and stuff like that. And the same thing with get, like taking a drink. Like it was just like, ah, ah. and it got to the point where we wouldn't even have to like touch each other. We would just like go to pretend to tickle them, and you just like, ah. it's so, it's gotten so bad. Like I'm way too ticklish. Because they're conditioned, man. It's true. Behavioral. Psychology. So people don't even have to tickle me, and I just I forget. What, you say? what the? Are you no, <laughs> the like, armpits, man? I got it. I don't know. I'm, I'm like in the process of teaching myself to not be ticklish. That's yeah. hard. It's hard. Like, like I know I should. Like, I know I'm getting tickled, and that it's tickling me. It's totally mental. But though. in my mind, I'm trying to resist it, and usually I can. Resist long enough that people just lose interest and said, "Okay, I'm done touching him in his ribs and armpit. This is kind of weird." And so it's like I usually win. But That's impressive. Then there's our times when it's more fun just to be tickled. Like, ah. It's more fun to be tickled and like you know, that sucks. It's more fun than being, a, than being like a party cooking like no, I'm not ticklish. Because what 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 is it that makes you ticklish? Like, when you're touching somebody's side, because it's all mental, obviously, because there's, no, like, there's no, like, like yeah, so it's, way of doing it, or, like, there's no, like, muscle. I think it's because, like, you're, it's sensitive areas that don't usually have, like, a lot of stimulation, yeah, stimulation in that way. That's why it's hard to tickle yourself, is because, like, your brain is telling you to stimulate that part, mm-hmm. so it can, like, handle that. But, you know, there's no... Never That's why I think, like, back rubs or, like, when other people play with their hair, it feels better than when someone else plays with their hair. I think it's so good. Oh, gosh. That is, like, one of the greatest things. Like, when I'm with the girl and she plays with my hair, 
Oh my gosh. The best is when you like ask for like some, them to scratch your back, and then they just like slowly like just go up in your head and you're just like. Oh. Or when you're kissing and then they like they play with your hair while you're kissing. Oh my gosh. Okay, change the subject. What <laughs> kissing is a beautiful thing. That we it is a beautiful embrace. thing. It is a beautiful. There's nothing awkward about kissing. No, there's nothing awkward about kissing. No. I just think it's. We can, t- we can talk about Speaking of accidents and kissing One time <laughs> uh, My sister and I were <laughs> Kissing? In school We were doing this rap battle <laughs> And it was like a kiss And so we both pretended to kiss <laughs> And like we had our eyes closed And we were They were so we were close Probably about an inch away from kissing Yeah I think they both They both school. just figured that the other one would back out And then neither of them really did And they got so close Oh my gosh. I think everybody kiss. thought that you guys were actually cool. kissed. It was awkward. Yeah, so if you're fake kissing someone, keep your eyes open if it's your sister. If you don't want to kiss them, close your eyes, but if you don't want to, leave them open. The first girl I kissed, Bailey Crumb, she, she's married, um, but that's uh, another fact. But, um, so the first time I kissed her, it took like 30 minutes to get up the courage to kiss her. So the next time... It was New Year's Eve, the second time we kissed, and we come out of a, we come out, we, we come out of a, of a house, and it's like glistening, snowing, beautiful winter wonderland, and I turned to look at her, and she's like, can I kiss you? And I was just like, yes, finally, I don't have to bring up all the courage to kiss her. Kissed her, it was great, short one, like probably like a three second peck, maybe like, like the word peach. Anyway, um, so then the, the next time I kissed her, it was her birthday. Um, and I'm going in to kiss her, and she like says something right as I'm going in. I don't think she knew that I was going in, but I was going in, and I kissed her teeth. Like, not lips, just teeth, and I was, I was mortified. I, I was so embarrassed that that accidentally happened, and I was shot. My confidence was shot. But then, two weeks later, I was like, I gotta do this, I gotta fix up. Fix this up. She's my girlfriend, my first girlfriend. I can't just screw it up. Next time I go in to kiss her, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what happened, but I got half, half lips, half cheek, and it wasn't cute. Didn't kiss her for three months. We went up to choir tour to Washington D.C. She made out with another boy. Rude. But you're not. You're fine, right? I'm totally fine. Yeah. This, this one time, my friend. It was his first girlfriend, too, and it was, like, they'd had, their first kiss was really awkward, it was her birthday, and he, like, walked her out to her car after giving her a present, and they, like, hugged, but he, like, tried to go in for the kiss, and so it was just, like, like, he, like, he was in the hug, so he was already really close, and he just kind of, like, tried to, like, bring her up and kiss her, but they were so close that he just kind of, like, like, didn't, it was bad, so he, like, got, like, half half lip half cheek uh, kind of thing it's she wasn't ready for it terrible. it was bad and, second and like, time it, but the thing is like back in that era of your life like those are the first kisses where they're pecs they're little ones they're not big make out sessions those and are so, better in my opinion not make out oh, sessions sorry pecs oh. well the thing is is that a, a minor mistake like that is blown out into major it's true proportions when, you when, when you're making out with someone you're probably gonna mess up and like kiss half lip half cheek so and that's fine because you're making out so there's True. it weighs out but when you have like a one shot here we go Luke Skywalker shooting to take down the Death Star and you mess it up oh, I thought you meant Luke Skywalker going in and kiss his sister same <laughs> no. same um, anyway so the second time this friend was going to kiss this girl is that it was on New Year's Eve and like you know classic New Year's that. Eve midnight have they already broken up though? No, they were still together at this point. Um, was it not? It was. It was, but they hadn't broken up. So if, I think. Anyway. Um, so, we were all hanging out at my friend's house and stuff like that. And I'm we like, everyone was like, ooh, do you think that they're going to kiss and stuff like that? Because it was like 8th, ninth grade or whatever. So we were still kind of childish. We are like, oh, man, who's going to kiss tonight? Um, anyway, so we didn't think that he was going to have the courage because he wasn't like that kind of guy that would like publicly kiss. Anyway, so uh, the countdown starts, five, four, three, two, one. It, like the, he's standing by her and she like puts her arms up in the air. And she starts shouting. She's like, Woo-hoo, happy new year. 
and he just goes in for it. <laughs> he just like he's like, Woo! And then he turns and just bah, just nails her. But she's still screaming, so her mouth is wide open, oh. and she totally just like kissed her like <laughs> her no her teeth. It's like I don't know what he made contact with, but her face was classic. She was just so surprised, eyes wide open. She's like, what? <laughs> and she just stood there for like five seconds after, and he just like started screaming again. He's like, what happened? <laughs> like nothing happened. It's <laughs> so funny because she's just like, what the freak? Needless to say, she's married and not to him, so. <laughs> Unfortunate, you know. Your first kisses are they're just or just like that age of kissing is so interesting because the kisses like afterwards. I don't know about you guys, but for me it was. It just wasn't like I kissed someone and I didn't feel like like fireworks just shot off everywhere and it was beautiful and amazing. Like everyone talked about kissing because it was so short. It was just like I don't know what just happened. Fair. That happened fast, but I want to do it again. But yeah. all right, well we're at about an hour and a minute, so wasn't that an we accident? We talked so long. We were full of words. It's true. Like yeah, so. What, in, in so what's, what's the verdict? Accidents. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. I we, feel like we didn't beautiful. stick on it very well. Well, I think, we, I think we well, need to. I feel like there's so much in life that, like, like is accidental because like, we don't, everything, nothing this, ever goes this whole podcast We can't control so much. This whole, you know? Yeah. This whole podcast so. is kind of an accident, so. Embrace accidents. Yeah. They're good. You learned that live here from the McSalem show. Alrighty. Well, everyone, thanks for tuning in and, uh, until next time you're hungry. Bum, bum.